What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Today, we're breaking down our passive income report for March 2023. And there's lots of nuggets in here, Stallion. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is that if you document the process, whatever you're doing, you can actually get paid to do it. I mean, you want to talk about passive income. That is where it's at, my friend. Now, two other things that stuck out to me from today's show. One, start talking about who you are as an investor instead of who you are as a professional. That is a game changer. That is where money starts to just attract to you like a magnet. What does that mean? What Would you break that down real quick for me? Okay, so let's say you're an accountant. Let's say that you're an engineer. Let's say that you're a doctor, a lawyer, whatever it may be. I'm all That's of your, those things? No, any of those things. You're a oh, professional, okay. right? And when someone comes up to you at the ballpark or at a cocktail hour, whatever it may be, at the country club and you, they say, what do you do for a living? And you say, I'm an accountant. That pretty much ends the conversation, right? <laughs> Unless they need an accountant's services, that's it. But you say, I'm actually a real estate investor and I focus in on apartment complexes. That's been my niche. How often do you think that that person may be more interested to find out how they could be a part of deals with somebody like that versus an accountant? So yeah. focus in on your expertise as an investor, not so much your profession. Well, the, the last point that you'll get out of this is there is a secret to investing in syndications and we give it in this episode. So you definitely want to make sure you make it. Joey, I love doing our passive income report. Let's take no more time away from it. Let's jump right in to the March passive income report for 2023. <laughs> Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome in Wealth Without Wall Street Tribe. Here is another great month uh, to talk about passive income. It's March 2023, and we're going to break down for you exactly what's happened in our world so that you can uh, you can take action, imperfect action, as Russ likes to say, in the right direction on your journey. Man, uh, man here, here's, a, here's the thing. Sometimes people ask me, Russ, why do you guys share your personal passive income report? Like, are you guys holding something back? Like, why is it that you would be willing to be so transparent with what you're doing? And it comes really simple. One of our mentors said, what you track grows, but what you track and report on grows exponentially. We first started sharing this report 
in June. Was it June of 2020 or July of 2020? I've forgotten now. I, I believe and it was June, but we went the first month we reported on a little under $2,500 a month in passive income. And since then, we've continued to grow it to over 50000 a month. Why? Because we were focused on it and we had accountability. So if you're ever looking for a way to grow your own passive income report or your own passive income, start reporting on it. Start sharing it with someone. You don't have to go on the internet like the, us two monkeys, but you can make sure, like you can find a, a, a group of friends. You can join a mastermind. You can get an accountability group. But we share this every single month to hold ourselves accountable, but more importantly, to grow it exponentially. Right. All right. So what do you think was a highlight for you in the month of March, Russ? Well, looking at the board here, I'm going to say our um, our information business did pretty good. That's a that's a highlight. It, it continues to grow. And, and that's largely because you tune in every single month and you take action in the places in which we're providing resources to help you grow. So I, I think this is a good lesson basically for, um, for you. When, as you're learning on this journey, like Russ and I have told you, we don't pretend to be the experts in everything. But what we have done is we have documented the things that we're learning and people have sought out that information. So whenever you are on this journey, you're taking it seriously, you can do the same thing. You can create a podcast and get sponsorships as we have listed here on this report. Um, in the month of March, we had a $30,000 sponsorship from, for our podcast. That's amazing, right? But that's not something that you can't do. In fact, uh, we, we just recently interviewed a guy in the multifamily space who has done the same thing. And he is constantly talking about, oh, I added another sponsor. I added another sponsor. I, I follow him on Facebook and he's, he's talking about it all the time. And that is just because you're adding value to the world and providing valuable information. People want to pay to be in front of that. And so yeah. that's something that you could do. It, it, it is. And the beautiful thing about having a, a podcast is that then you can go and invest in a bunch of different things and you can call it information and education for your audience, right? <laughs> Exactly. So really quickly, if you're looking at this list, this is the first time you're trying to decide on which way should you go, right? Is it land flipping? Is it short-term rental business? Is it crypto mining? Is it invested in syndication? Is it long-term rentals? Is it car rentals? Man, is it building a building a information or affiliate or um, podcasts? Well, probably not. Those are probably not the things that you should do every single one of those. You should find out who you are as an investor. When you understand who you are as an investor, then you can go deep into the specific thing that you are good at and that you feel called to do. So for us, Joey, when I look at this, I say, which one of these things am I called to do? Well, I'm hands-on. My, my investor DNA style says, I like to be involved. I want to provide influence. I want to provide my opinions. And then I don't want to do anything else. Hey, the opinions... Uh, they're coming fast and furious nowadays. I'll be honest. Like they, it seems like they're, if there was a, a chart for opinions, yours is kind of hockey stick lately <laughs> and they continue to grow at an the opinion, rate. The opinion meter is high. <laughs> exactly. I got a high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It sounds like what you're saying. <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> oh. well, well, for my for, so if you're looking at this for me, like the things I'm interested in are things that are businesses that we're creating, and there's even businesses that we're building and involved in that are not listed on here. But because we are so active in them, I tend to not want to to mention those. Okay, what give what are you what are you talking about? Well, we're building out an investment business, right? Our investment business is actually looking for opportunities to invest in the e-commerce space. Uh, some private lending things that we're doing out of that. I'm being really involved in that. So we haven't posted that on here yet until we get some of those systems built out. Once the systems are built out and then it starts operating more passively, I'm excited to throw those numbers on here. But that's a great point that you're bringing up, Russ, is that these are things that we have learned about ourselves. Like, um, for instance, what you'll not see on our uh, report is a lot of syndications. You and I personally do not kind of gravitate towards syndications because we do like to have some influence. We have some um, ability to to build a following. And so we want to use that to build businesses and things of that nature. A syndication, we really can't affect that that much, right? It's kind of like where you've that business already exists and you're just kind of putting money towards it. And so, but we do have a Bitcoin mining fund. We do have an ATM fund that we have syndicated. And then we also have the private note fund that we have invested in. But other than that, you really don't see much of that on here. And that's just very telling about our personalities. Well, no. we do have we we do have some other ones that just haven't spit out cash flow yet, so we haven't put them on here. So we have invested in a few others, but one of the things that we did is we recently went to a syndication event of how how people are building their own investment funds. Like Joey, I would love to just share a nugget or two with the audience who may be thinking, "How do I?" Maybe they are a little more experienced. Maybe they they've become successful in one of these specific areas and they're trying to figure out how do I get involved with other people's money? Because if you're successful in what you're doing right now, I was just having a conversation uh, with this guy named Andrew and we were just talking about being prepared when you run out of your own money, but you still have way more deals. How do you go and talk to other people about getting access to their money to help you and them along the journey? And he was like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous about that. I don't know if that would be something I would be good at doing. I was like, here's what you're nervous about. You've never done it. But one of the things I would encourage you to do, and I'm, I'm speaking to you as you're running on the treadmill right now, or you're driving down the road. If you're becoming a skilled investor, right? That should be our ultimate goal is that we're improving ourselves, becoming better investors every single day. There's no good or bad investments. There's only good or bad investors. If you're becoming a skilled investor, Stop referring to yourself by the job that you do. You're not an engineer. You're not a dentist. That's not who you are. You're a real estate investor. You're a business uh, purchaser. You, you, you love investing in uh, alternative investments. In, in alternative investments, in oil and gas. Start referring to yourself in the investment space that you're working out of. And what's going to happen is when you meet somebody, it, you know, at a kid's ball game, cocktail hour, whatever it is. And they're like, hey, Joey, what is it that you do? And the response is, oh, I'm a real estate investor. What kind of real estate investor? 
Well, I focused in on actually um, investing in an apartment complex. I've really found a niche. I've been able to talk to people who are really good at running these apartment complexes and finding ways that I can get the highest level return for myself and the people that I uh, invest with. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. I mean, biggest challenge I have right now, though, is really that there's more deals out there that I have access than I have access to cash to. Man, if I had access to more access to more cash, I could produce another 20, 25 percent. And it's just crazy in this environment. So that's really what I'm working on right now. How about you? You're going to find <laughs> if you start talking about this, you start talking about the deals that you're doing, about the opportunities that you have. You will never have to ask somebody for money to invest in deals. They're going to say, well, how can I get involved in that? Is there a way that you could teach me? Is there a way I could just, you know, maybe lend you the money? And again, I'm not trying to be your securities advisor here. So you need to go find out all the rules and regulations around that. But just know that there's opportunities, Joey. And that's what we were learning at this syndication event. Any other little takeaways that you'd want to share with the audience? No, I, I think the big thing for me is um, that there is the biggest concern for people being able to, to be successful in that space is mindset. And it's kind of more of the same of what you just said. Am I coming at an investment from the standpoint of what can I get out of it? Or am I bringing to the table opportunities that no, like people with capital would never have the access to without me? Like you are the gateway to become the place where people can put money to work. There is so much cash sitting on the sidelines right now because people are scared. They don't know there's, there's absolutely a lot of turmoil and a lot of chaos in the marketplace. And so what have they done? They've gone to cash. They're sitting on capital and nobody, everybody knows that that money is depleting in their hands. It's like saying they can't hold on to because of inflation. So they wanna get their money to work but they just don't know who to trust. They don't know what kind of deals are out there. And if you've taken the time to be a better investor, which is what we do in our masterminds, and I'm, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. If you haven't taken the challenge to invest in yourself and to join one of our masterminds to be around other investors so that you can gain this, what we're talking about, go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call. Talk to one of our coaches about what it would look like for you to be a part of one of these masterminds so that you can become this better investor. But people need better investors in the marketplace so that they can put their money to work. And if you if you put that mindset on, the sky's the limit. There is no limit to what you can accomplish uh, because, again, there, the opportunities are out there. You put dollars with opportunities, everybody wins. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared, though, for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30 second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. Well, we're heading out to Las Vegas next week to become a better investor. We're going to, uh, I think, our 12th, maybe it's our 13th land flipping boot camp. We want to learn more about that land flipping world. We want to build relationships with other people who are doing that because we know one of the things that people in the land flipping community, once they become successful, they start running out of cash. They need access to cash. They need people to help them buy more deals, be able to create more cash flow. I was just looking back at our report, Joey, a year ago, we were $4,000 less 
in monthly cash flow from our land flipping business than we are this month. I'm like, how cool is that? Like, is That's it going to so be cool. in a year from now? Is it 4,000 more? Is it 8,000 more? Like, where is the opportunity for us to grow our land flipping business? And then where is the opportunity as for to be adding a line item to private lending to land flippers? Because yes. once, once we understand the investment inside and out, we understand the challenges of the people that are in there and we want to help them. Like there's an opportunity for us to not only be doing the land flipping business, but also lending inside the land flipping business. I think that's super exciting. And right now, I mean, the market is desperate. The, the world is desperate for real assets. You see people wanting to go toward hard assets and real estate is the oldest hard asset you can think of, right? And so there's people out there that are gobbling up these little pieces of property because they're like, if everything goes bad, I got a place I can go to, right? And that land is going to hold its value. It's going to be worth something. And they know that. And I think there's opportunity for us to continue to find more property, to be able to owner finance that out to people who want to be able to do the same thing. And then us to lend in that world as well. Absolutely. So if you're just listening to us, you're not watching this live on YouTube. Um, you can you can know that our gross amount of income from land sales this month, or note income, if you will, was twenty six thousand seven hundred and twenty six dollars. Uh, we had some cash sales in some terms, so the combined, and the net of that is eighteen thousand um, one hundred dollars. So. Uh, excuse me, yeah, $18,700. And so that is really, really exciting to see that number continue to rise every single month as we reinvest more and more into that space. Um, now, catch us up on Wake Up in Birmingham, Russ, the short-term rental business. Well, the short-term rental business has been rough in Birmingham, uh, mostly because we've been in a lot of the one and two bedroom units. So I, I, one of the things I would tell people right now, if you're looking to get into the short-term rental business, Make sure that you are trying to differentiate yourself or growing your portfolio in the three, four, five bedroom space and above. The hotel market is getting really competitive. They're going after us. I feel like I feel like for the last several months, we, we've been in a competition and we've seen low occupancy in our one and two bedroom units. And it's, it's costing us because we got a little not we didn't get a little. We got a lot overweighted early on. So a year ago, we were showing like an $18,000 profit for the month of March, where this month, like we're barely at break even if you count in all the things. And I know that, you know, we could have made another eight grand if we were managing this or, ourselves. And some of you are managing properties yourself. You haven't outsourced that, but that was something that Joey and I did. So because of that, right, after all net net, we're basically at, at even on that. But I think it's really more to do with the amount of one and two bedroom units. And that's just not letting up. So we've got we got to ride the wave there. We signed leases until the end of this or middle of this summer. And until then, I don't know if we will see a big pickup unless we get we get that baseball season coming. We get, you know, that traveling volleyball and uh, soccer season happening. That's really where we see pickup on our uh, market. That's right. So just catch you up, uh, the Bitcoin mining fund, that has been lagging significantly based on the cost of Bitcoin dropping so significantly lower uh, end of last year. It is just now starting to rebound and we're starting to get above the break-even point in terms of 
that operation. So be on the lookout for, you know, April, May, June reports. I'm expecting to see a much higher number there. Um, but for this month, we, we did not see a distribution from that Bitcoin mining fund. Uh, our ATM fund, on the other hand, has just been solid, right? 2,184 every single month. It's a seven-year play. And um, it, it, to me, it's just, it's just easy, steady cash flow and from it's something that continues to have demand. And oh. uh, despite the idea that cash is going away, ATMs are still continuing to to produce a very consistent return for us. I, I got a couple of points on uh, on those two topics there. One, let's go back to the Bitcoin mining fund. We get questions okay. all the time. Hey, should I be considering investing in some sort of crypto fund? There's lots of those out there. Is I see it, you know, we're coming out of the crypto winter, if you will, it seems like, and it's starting to pick up speed. Should I be getting on that train? And the answer is, if this is your first entree into investing, heck no, no. do not do that. <laughs> like such a bad idea. Like one, it, that is a, in my opinion, not really an investment play. That is a currency play. You're you're creating a denomination in a different currency, and I don't think any sort of betting speculative investing in currency has ever been a first timer type opportunity. So if this was the first thing that we had ever invested in, it would be a bad idea. It'd be a bad idea for you. So please know that this is way speculative. It's something that Joey and I are doing for fun. It's, it's fun to put on the board. It's fun. Whenever we, we publish it, we definitely are bullish on the opportunity, but we know that it, it, it is one of those things we could lose a hundred percent of every dollar we put in there. The other part is when investing in syndications, what is there? there there's three keys to invested in the syndication, Joey's. What is it? Operator, operator, operator. Yes, <laughs> that's right. And I think too oftentimes people make investments into mutual funds and stocks and they don't know anything about the people running it. One, because there's so many of them and they're so far removed from you. When you're investing in syndication, oftentimes you can find the sponsor, the operator, you can find uh, the people that are doing the deals and you can have lots of conversations with them. So that would be a point behind it. We invested through the real asset investor, Dave Zuck, and, and when purchasing these ATMs. We got to spend time with him last month when we were out in Dallas. And that guy just continues to impress me. We don't get a dollar from him. So this is not part of our podcast sponsorship. We probably should tell him he should sponsor our show. <laughs> he totally we, we're, should. We're such fans of him. Like we got an opportunity to put, put more money on the board for there. But man, Dave is such an amazing guy. And one of the things I love about him, we were talking to him and there was an investment out there that was really exciting. There was a lot of people that had been jumping on it. It was crushing it. And Dave told us kind of in a sidebar conversation that he wasn't uh, he wasn't raising money for it. And and I was like super curious because like I personally was going to invest in it. And I wanted to know like what what was it that prevented you from raising money to it? Because I just wanted to do the deal with him as compared to someone else. And he said, I just couldn't validate the numbers. I just couldn't get to the financials. Well, he said, I actually invested my own money in it. I just could never see the financials to the deal. And because of that, I just have too much of a responsibility to my investors to know without a shadow of doubt what things look like. 
And it doesn't mean that, that deals won't go bad if you're invested with him or with another good operator. But it's just another sign. If you want to be in deals with good people and people who are always looking out for your interest as well as theirs. And that was just one of those. I mean, I, I couldn't resist, Joey, to, to yeah. get a plug for him because what an amazing dude that guy is. To totally agree. Totally agree. Now, um, I could tell you that Cousin Eddie, uh, the, the RV, is doing great, but I'd be lying to you. He's just putting along. Um, this past month, uh, he had a, an actual repair that needed to be done, a fiberglass repair, and I'm waiting on that bill to come back in. It was apparently covered under insurance, so there's some accounting going on there that we need to catch up in April. But it, it was it was a, as a negative, as a goose egg on uh, in March. So hey, what's the over and under? My little my little Silverado truck's going to outpace Eddie this summer. Uh, not a On chance. The rental market. Not a chance. Not a chance. The not RV a, will will crush it. Yeah, that I this summer I gotta, don't. Hey, if you said in the spring or in the fall, like in the winter, I'd say okay, you got me. Though summer, no. It, it, I, just hey, if you're hearing this, please just comment in our in our it, app if you think cousin Eddie's going to pull ahead. And what what are we talking about here, Russ? Let's put it on. Let's put it on the thing here. Is it, we talking? May, June, July. We talking June, July, August. Like, give us, give us the parameters so we can keep score here. I, I don't care. Let's let's go um, May through May through August. All right. So for May, June, July, August. We're four yeah. month run here. Yeah, for the next four months, because my little truck's got to go to the shop. I, I bought this truck off stupid uh, Carvana, <laughs> and they wrecked it before they even brought it to me. That's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Like. I did get one rental out of it because uh, somebody in my family wrecked a car, and, and so I was like, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna get the car insurance company to pay us to rent this truck." <laughs> but I, hey, I get, the the, way, I think it's getting repaired next week, and hey, whenever it but, comes off, it's going on Turo, and I I just have a stinking uh, suspicion that I'm gonna outpace Eddie on a net net on a monthly basis, and it is a fraction. It's just a little bitty truck compared to your big old RV. Hey, by the way, you cannot be the only one that rents it. Okay, that's we have to be. We have to set the parameters here because this joker will go out there and charge himself three times the actual rent just to beat me. I know him, and it just well, that, that means doesn't, that, doesn't I, I, that means I'm not renting your stinking RV this summer, man. <laughs> Good. I, th I think I represent like forty percent of all renters. <laughs> That is not true. Now, but hey, let's let's shift gears really quickly here because I know we're almost out of time. I want to focus on one thing that we haven't spent a lot of time on, and that was what we we kind of started off talking about is the information business that we've created is a direct correlation to our journey being documented. Our journey as investors continuing to grow and continuing to be something that people want to learn about. So. Right now, just if you're, you're not able to see this physically, our community, our, excuse me, our information business um, created $44,800 last month that netted $32,274. That is pretty amazing for our, that's one of the best months we've had. But the, what's the so what behind that for somebody who's listening to this right now, Russ? What, what would you, how would you break this down for somebody as to how they can take action in this space? Well, 
in the last month, we've had two conversations with people in the e-commerce space, both who have shared one idea, which was, or maybe it's two ideas, same idea, but a little bit nuanced. One of them was talking about buying blog sites that had affiliates, you know, like these little links that people could click on. It would take them to sites and they could purchase stuff and you get a commission. Well, this one lady was talking about how she was buying sites that did that. And she was bringing in a hundred to $200,000 a year per site in revenue. Another person was telling us about how they were doing the same thing with Kindle books, right? Those little Kindle books that maybe you download um, one of the Kindle books from Amazon or whatever. They had created different ways where they were purchasing rights to those and selling those and making money. Those are information businesses. Right. And I think sometimes people forget the, there are so many different ways to bring in passive income, right? Like you might be just in your space, you might be doing something that's really cool. And that you're, you may have an opportunity to like share that specific thing. Maybe it's a camera that you're using. Maybe it's a, uh, a health, a fitness app. Maybe it's like your whoop band that we have, right? There's so many different opportunities to have uh, th that these brands will affiliate. They'll they'll give people um, basically a commission if they share their link for them to be able to purchase stuff from. And what we have found is that, man, there's so much opportunity. People want information. And today, more than ever, they're trying to learn. And if you can help people get what they want, there's so much opportunity for you as well. So, it, you know, like I, I think sometimes people are like, man, it's going to take so much money to invest into, you know, one of these investment funds. I can't do that. Or, man, it's going to take waste too much time for me to be able to learn how to do the short term rental business or the land flipping business. But, man, there may be a way within your skill set for you to be able to get into a, one of these information type products and be able to start producing cash flow. I just got off a call today, Joey, with this guy. He and his business partner create a course in a very niche, I mean, like a very niche area. And they're netting like five to 6,000 a month on this little course. And they built it and someone else sells it to the end buyer and they get their commission off of it. And I was like, dude, that's so cool, man. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. Well, let, let me throw one little twist on this whole conversation about information businesses. How many times have you wanted to engage in a mastermind or to do like some big course that seems like it's out of reach financially for you? Okay. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's learning creative finance. Maybe it's learning the short-term rental business. Maybe it is buying businesses or whatever it may be. And you you see the price tag of that membership. I mean, heck, our, our passive income mastermind is about to be $50,000. You look at that and you're like, man, that's a pretty significant investment. Well, what if I told you that you could actually get that course or that membership for free? That would be pretty impressive, right? 
Well, so, the, the way in which you do that is you, from the very beginning, when you purchase that membership or you purchase that course, you go ahead and do like commit to documenting your process through it. Here's what will happen when you do that. Number one, you can put it out there and people may or may not give a care about what you are doing. But the interesting thing that I think you'll find is a lot of people actually do want to see results. They see a lot of fluff. They see that, hey, man, there's this landing page and it tells me that I'm going to get all this wonderful stuff. But it is it actually happening? And when you can be authentic and you can say, hey, I went and did this course. This is my first week in a course. This is what I've learned. Um, this is what I'm going to take action on as a result. You're going to do two things. Number one, you're going to provide some sort of value to the world. And number two, you're going to, again, create yourself an accountability partner. Get The world is your accountability partner. If they can see that you've started something and then you don't do anything for three weeks, guess what's going to be in the back of your head? You're going to be like, I wonder if people are actually wondering what's going to happen next. Did I just fail? Did I drop the ball? You're going to actually commit to doing it. So anyways, I hope that that's a, a helpful thing for you to say, man, how do I get the most out of every course and every membership that I do? And in fact, I think if you treat it that way, it's more like an investment and you will you will 10x that investment. That's what our, our, our buddy Sharon Srivatsa always says is that's how you get the most out of everything that you do. So that's good, man. I love let's, it. Well, let's bring this thing to an end here, Russ. Yeah. What, what do we get? What's our totals for the month so people can be following? And then let's uh, let's close this thing out. Well, this month we we netted, is it fifty one thousand six hundred ninety three dollars? That's it. And I mean, hey, I'll take it, right? Like I I want it to be double that, and I, I'm setting I'm setting the bar high for us, man. But by the end of this year, it needs to be a hundred thousand. We've got to hit a hundred thousand before the end of twenty twenty three. Okay, you called it. Um, we're going to push towards it. it. Let's do it. it opportunity knocks we need to put that as accountability so we continue to grow this and grow it in different ways we got a lot of cool investments coming up we're going to be sharing with you things that we're doing and not that you should do them but just to give you insight and opportunity as always man we really appreciate you listening thank you for taking time to rate and review the show that's how people find us right the way that we continue to move up i saw uh to just this morning, Joe, I was looking at one of the podcast services and it says we're in the top 1% of all podcasts out there. I think that's super cool. That's so and cool. it's because you listen, it's because you rate and review the show and because you share it with others. If you found value, please do that again. And if you are listening to this live and you want to come and be a part of our virtual inner circle here at the end of the month, April 27th through the 29th, don't forget what'swhatwallstreet.com forward slash live. Join up, you'll get access to the investor DNA. You're going to get to hear from all our coaches. We take you through our full, complete process that we use and we've used with thousands of other people in order to help them become financially free. And also, then we're going to be able to narrow the path and you're going to get to hear very specific passive income streams and have live Q&A with these uh, people who do this on a daily basis. They're going to be sharing. So go to wealthwildwallstreet.com forward slash live promo code podcast. Joey. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. 
See you next episode.